All right, my friends. Here we go. This is it. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to handle this. I hope you're in a good mood. Because I am. Because I want to tell you... This, this, this is, there, there's simply nothing like this. There's simply nothing like what we are seeing. It is beyond any explication on my part. Cannot, cannot possibly, can, cannot, cannot tell you any more of how great this is. We're going to be talking about some very important things right now. Yesterday, yesterday was the seventh anniversary of how everything in our world changed. Do you know what yesterday was? Does anybody have any idea? What was yesterday? What day was it? What was it? What does it represent? What? This is the part that I don't understand. Why we're missing this. How monumentally different it was. What was yesterday? Come on. Everybody join in very quickly. You got to tell me. What was yesterday? Seven years ago. What is it? Seven years. The day that changed everything. What was it? I'm going to wait. I want to wait. There's a lag when I say something. iPhone. I don't know what that means. Fed manipulation. Trump coming down the escalator. Thank you, Demetrius Splitkin. Seven years ago yesterday. Seven years ago, everything in this world changed. Everything. Everything that we know. Everything that we've done. Every, everything. Politics, the configuration, left, right. It, 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 it just, it just absolutely changed. Monumentally. Monumentally. Changed like you cannot believe. At, at levels, we're still trying to figure out what happened. Everything before that is over. Left, right, Democrats, Republicans, uh, conservatives, red, blue, uh, changed. It changed. Unbelievable. Everything was drastically, drastically, drastically different. Everything changed. Everything. What was considered before usual liberal types of uh, uh, viewpoints versus conservative, it changed. We're going to talk about that. Also going to talk about Assange and how nobody understands Assange. And we'll do some usual things. We'll do the the usual folks. But I got to tell you something right off the bat. I want you to listen to me very, very carefully. Our good friend, listen carefully, this is another sponsor of ours who believes in us, Mike Lindell, the great Mike Lindell. Look at, look at how he has become the flashpoint of not just betting and pillows and free enterprise, but 
more than that. I mean, this is a guy who you would think, most people would say, just give up. He never does. So right now, there is a code. If you go to MyPillow.com slash Lionel, and to show this great man, and this great company, with great products that we believe in them, because right now, you get a free gift. I know what you're saying. That's tautological. Isn't a gift free? Yes, it is. But just to emphasize, receive a free gift if you put in the promo code Lionel. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. My slippers, my, the, the, the toppers. Mrs. L was talking to you about this. A good night's sleep. The ability to rest with great products. This isn't some charity. My pillow's not some, oh, come on, please, help him out. This is great stuff. My pillow's six peats, towel sets, bed sheets, toppers. Slippers, how comfortable they are, because your your ability, your focus, your your oh my god, your just your comfort, and to help a great man and a great cause and get savings like you cannot believe. Body pillows with a body pillowcase, body pillows. There you go. Dog, everything you can think of. Dog, a pet pillows. It's just, just every. I love the permute. If there's, if it's possible to think of it, he's thought of it. I like. You know, what I like too that the weighted blanket. You notice that that weighted that makes people feel. It's almost like um, swaddling. It's a feeling of. It's like this kinesthetic aspect. You know, sleep. If you think about it, people would say, "Oh, it's easy." Really? You know how many people suffer from insomnia? And it's a mechanical structure. If you can make sleeping easier, look, I don't have to tell you, sell you on sleep for the love of God, but I am telling you this. Mike Lindell, my pillow, just do what I'm saying. There's a link right there. You go there. It's in the description section. It's in the description. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Or if you insist, you may call 800, or as my mother would say, 1 800. 645-4965. That's 800-645-4965. That's 800-645-4965. MyPillow.com slash, and what's the word for slash? Solidus, Virgule, okay, or slash. Use promo code Lionel and get, that's right, not a gift, but a free gift. Because there's nothing worse than a gift you got to pay for which I think would invalidate the definition of gift. Nonetheless, MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Thank you, Mike Lindell, and thank you. Because our viewers, our family, the conspiratoria, members of the clerisy, are loyal. Now let's talk about a couple of things, shall we? Let's talk about what happened years ago. You know, I gotta, I've got to fill you in on this. I have people that I knew, I've known a long time. Prior to seven years ago, prior to seven years ago, look at this, I have a, look at this, look at this, God bless you. Seven years ago, prior to that, I didn't know Trump from Adam. I knew who he was. 
woefully unimpressed with the whole thing. Every year, I say, okay, whatever. I consider myself at some particular point in the old days more progressive, more libertarian, more sometimes, in some cases, liberal. I think most of us, in the old days growing up, we were anti-war and we were rational, reasonable. Conservatives seem kind of stuck up and stodgy and close-minded and oh my God, they just they just had this thing that. And the thing which is the most important was that when when Obama ran, I thought, okay, I'm going to vote for him versus John McCain and Sarah Palin. Look, I know she's. I'd vote for Sarah Palin Dow because, frankly, I would vote for anything that's Republican to counter this woman. But Sarah Palin then, please. Well, that was the last time I did that. Then the Romney-Obama uh, thing, I wrote in my name. Forget that. Then when Trump ran against Hillary, I said, oh, Trump's going to beat Hillary? What, are you kidding me? I wrote my name in again. I didn't know Trump from... He was okay. Was all right. I didn't really understand. Didn't really get it. Hillary was just beyond contemptible. Not to mention her physical illness. You know, it's funny. These people have no interest whatsoever. They care about Trump this and Trump that. And is Trump old and is he too old? Is he this? But then you've got, in the case of, of Hillary, remember those unbelievably horrifying... Remember those... Those weird gyrations, the head back and the... Remember this? Remember her, the mouth open? She was in this paralytic rictus, this almost like, a, like she had a seizure. You know, a tropical seizure. I mean, she it was scary. And I said, what about this? Ah, she's fine. The night of the nomination, she, all the lights were going off in the balloon. Does she... Remember that look? What was that? And I said, what is going on here? Don't you see what's happening? Nothing. Bill Clinton wrote a book about how she fell blood clots. Remember this one? From, she was in the uh, State Department. She fell. She had some kind of a... She, she had Fresnel lenses with prismatic lenses that, that handle, that dealt with... Uh, I don't know what the word is. It... it, it, it Meant to ad- was meant to address um, diplopia for a double vision during the Benghazi hearing. She was wearing them. I said, "My God, what is she wearing? Look, look at the glasses. Nobody cared. Look, this is this is for brain. This is brain. This any anybody? Nothing. Remember the time she was doing these head jerkings? I'm not trying to mock her. I said, "Does anybody notice this?" Nothing. Nobody said, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you doing? Remember the 9-11, the day of 9-11. Remember, it was one of those beautiful days. Here, not 9-11, but, but here, that particular day, she was downtown. We opened up the windows. It was great. It was cool. She said she had a heat prop, and she collapsed. Remember that? Collapsed. He just dragged her into this ambulance. It was an ambulette. It wasn't a It was an ambulance. Then she drove around in an ambulance, and they went to Chelsea's apartment. They believed it was... Uh, retrofitted for um, uh, uh, all kinds of, you know, um, uh, 
ambulance stuff and head of medical machinery and whatever. Anyway, she fell. Remember, she lost her shoe. It was there. They threw her shoe and took a bad fall. Remember that? Singing Hall, Steven Stills, second album. Anyway. I said, what is they said, well, you know, the heat. The heat? What are you talking about? There's no heat. She collapsed. She felt... They didn't want to have anything to do. I said, what is happening here? Does anybody see... Just acknowledge it. Look, fine, Volvo, I don't care. But just tell me you see what I'm seeing. Just tell me you see what I'm seeing here. Tell me. Please. I beg you. I beg you to tell me that you see what's happening. They didn't. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. The reaction from these these big-hearted Democrats who love and the feeling and this and the animals and the pet. They, they care nothing about her. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, that was part of it. Then from that day on, the shadow government was was uh, wiretapping Carter Page. Every single thing he did, every movement, these 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 Title One laws, I mean, uh, uh, surveillance, these uh, wiretaps. Oh my God! One after another. This is Big Brother. This is Soviet style. Nobody said anything. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. Okay. I still didn't vote for Trump. Still didn't vote for her. I wrote my name in. I said, there's no way they're going to let him win. Hillary Clinton is like, they're going to lock this thing up. Between Diebel, between Soros, between big government, they're going to do whatever, they're going to do whatever they want. It's the most incredible thing I could not, could not. And then I started to see something which was the most important move I've ever seen. Donald Trump represented to everyone something that he wasn't. Something that he wasn't. To to Democrats, they viewed him as this God. Excuse me, Republicans, what am I saying? Some of us, some of the... He was a God. Not even mortal. Dropped, dropped from, you know, the uh, on Pegasus, on on some kind of uh, I don't know what the word is. He was he was um, uh, he he floated down on some some uh, uh, Pegasus like steed with golden wings and oh my God, the the voice he was like okay well listen. You know, it was great. I thought it was wonderful. He reinvigorated patriotism and the flag. But folks went berserk actually showing up for rallies days in advance. Never saw anything like that. Second to that was Bernie Sanders. 
Uh, Bernie Sanders was different. Bernie Sanders was... Um, I got to tell you something. I would vote for... I would vote for anybody who truly believes what they're saying than somebody who is just an artificial... Like Bernie Sanders. I'd vote for Bernie Sanders over Hillary Clinton. I'd vote for Bernie Sanders over AOC. She, they, he just... He, he says what he means. He has said this his entire life. He's not kidding around. I understand it. I want to know what my opponent is or, or, or whoever it is. And there were people, we saw them in Brooklyn. I keep telling you about one day in Brooklyn. It was a cold day and these young people were just, they love Bernie Sanders and oh my God. And then they said, Bernie, excuse me, my friend, you had better understand something. We run this show. And if your wife, remember there was some charges about it, some talk about it. His wife may have done something, some impropriety, uh, investigations, and all this kind of crap. Unbelievable. And they told him, forget it. Remember when he was crying? Remember at the nomination? Crying. And the left was so... That's where AOC came from. Remember that. They couldn't believe this. He was going to win. He was Hillary Clinton. What? It was the most incredible thing. Wow. Hillary Clinton wasn't left. Hillary Clinton wasn't left. Donald Trump wasn't even right. It was simple. It was different. But Trump did something. Trump got into people's soul. And it made people crazy. He was the perfect foil. And the shadow government cryptocracy realized, you know what? Hillary Clinton will do whatever we say. By the way, I would take Hillary Clinton over Joe Biden in a heartbeat. I will take somebody who knows what they're doing and where they are than somebody who just they, they who's an auto pen. Okay, fine. So what I would do and this is critical, is I would also take Hillary Clinton and work, work something like this. Let me get back to what I was saying. I'm getting ahead of myself. Trump did something that was so terrific he gets so bad. And the shadow government said, you know what? Four years of him and we can do anything. Four years of him is better than four years of Hillary. Four years of him. I'm not saying Trump didn't win, but if they wanted to shut it down, they could have. Is there anybody listening to me right now that thinks for a moment, that doubts for a moment, whether Hillary Clinton could have been made to win if the shadow government said... We want her to win. Is there anybody who doubts? Did you see what happens last night? Is there anybody who doubts about numbers and no? You could you if if you think if you think that elections can't be tampered with, you have not been paying attention to American history from the days of LBJ when he ran for Senate to Chicago and Giancana and Kennedy to just name it. But they wanted this. They wanted four years. Four years of Trump. 
four years. Four years of Trump was a godsend. A godsend. It took people and made them so crazy, so nuts, so vindictive, so horrible. By the way, please, I hate to do this. Please like this video. Please subscribe to the channel. Please notify. I hate these. I got to do it. I'm sorry. It's part of the metrics. Please. I, I, I ask you. All right. I lost everything. Because I didn't show a 100% detestation of Donald Trump, I was considered a Trump lover and uh, a Republican. And um, and then when I said, you know, I like what Trump did, that's it. That's it. So everybody that I thought I knew, everybody that was a friend, everybody that I've known since all my life, Donald Trump ended it. And I said, thank you, Donald Trump, for letting me know who my friends are. Thank you. I had no idea. It's like when you have a tree in your yard and all of a sudden this limb falls off. Oh, better to find out now than to have some kids playing on it. I didn't know that tree was rotten. I didn't know my friendship was rotten. I didn't understand this. I thought they were friends. They're not friends. They're not friends. I've got friends I've known in my life. I don't care if they're a, if they're a Nazi. Well, I shouldn't say that. But if it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because I've liked them, not because of their political ideology, but, oh, no, I change, I change. So for four years we went through this. Four years we went through this. It's mostly amazing. It was incredible. It was incredible. And they unleashed on him like you cannot believe. Look at the J6 hearing. Look at what's going on right now. There, and excuse me, is, is, I, I posted this question, I said, is, is, it was a picture of, uh, of uh, Ivanka Trump, I said, is this his daughter? And people took it to mean that I was either her face or she had plastic surgery or everybody got that. No, I meant, is this, she's giving up her father. Well, I don't know, I heard stuff about, at least that's the way it's portrayed. Maybe, maybe she didn't say that. I don't know. I kept hearing Trump say, well, I know this is illegal, but, you know, we're going to, you know, go after Pence. And did he say that, really? Everybody's coming after him? Now they're going to go after Ginny Thomas, Clarence Thomas's wife? I mean, they are so, how desperate is this? Nobody cares about this. Nobody cares. The world is falling apart. Every day, there's not enough room on Drudge to put the bad news. And that is as left as you can possibly get. And even Dan Abrams in that, that crackpot mediaite, even they've got to realize, what the hell is going on here? CNN got the message. Did you see where Chris Licht got the message? He's like the Luca Brasi of uh, CNN. Because Zaslav told him, go in and tell these people. That's enough of this stuff. It's, it's done. They're already going like this with Biden. That's enough. It's enough. It's over. It's, do it's done. It's finished. It's done. It's not about Trump. It's about this is ridiculous. This couldn't be here without four years of Trump because after after Trump, after this, they went along with anything. And I mean anything. Anything you threw at him. Anything. COVID, no problem. 
Trump does warp speed, came up with the vaccine first, did stuff that nobody could do. Doesn't matter. Ignored it. It was Biden. Okay, fine. Trump realized, you know what? Enough of that. They went after his family. They went after him. Remember the emoluments? The emoluments clause. I think that maybe Trump might have benefited. His hotels may have benefited. They lost money. Meanwhile, his son, Biden's son, is selling finger painting. Finger painting. What are you talking about? And Burisma and China and everything else. It's, you can't believe. Not a double standard. You're seeing something that is so cosmically unfair. Whether you like Trump or not, it doesn't matter. And now, all of my friends, these people who, what do you think now? How do you like Biden now? When Trump was in, whether you liked him or not, what did you not like about Trump? What? What did you feel to say the gas prices were up? No. Housing starts were down? Nope. Houses, first of all, they were nothing. Then they were moving. Then the interest rates? Nope. Food shortages? Nope. Water, water's coming next. Water's coming next. What? Yellowstone is sliding. Oh, that's, that's of course, climate change. is no, Nobody's problem. Tell me one thing. One thing. One thing. And to show you these people, to show you this deep state mentality, deep state shadow government, they put Biden in there. And then second to him, the most incompetent person who makes Biden look like Niels Bohr. Carmelita, who has been shadow banned. She's been, she's been ghosted. She's gone. She's done. But they're not done with that yet. They get rid of Jen Psaki and they get the most incompetent of incompetent. I thought nobody could be worse. Nobody can be worse than Carmelita. Nobody. This Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't know what she's doing. But she's black. And she's a gay. Or they call her LGBT. I don't think she's a T. But I think they just throw that in there. Okay, fine. That's what it is. Oh, they love that. Well, you know, Carmen Harris, first woman of color. Oh, really? Yes. Thank you for noticing that. Harry Truman, the first bespectacled. Well, technically, FDR was bespectacled. But he, he wore pans nay. And it was different. Uh, or pince-nez, as you might call them. That was different. Uh, but Harry Truman was the first but with gla- first haberdasher. Really? Well, failed haberdasher. But he, he, he wore glasses. Did you? Yes. I did not know that. It's interesting. Wow. Nobody ever did that before. Harry Truman, the first piano playing. I think he might have been... I know Nixon was after. I don't know if anybody played the piano... Nobody ever did this except Corinne Jean-Pierre. Hey, look. So incompetent. But let me tell you the genius of this. Let me tell you the genius. This is so terrific. The genius is that ask President Biden. Eh, no, I forget. No, well, no, he's, he's not. He's not there. He's not there. He's not. He's not there. Oh, yeah. Well, let's ask uh, the vice president. No, don't ask her. Why would he be nuts? She's worse than he is. I don't know. Maybe we could ask the White House press secretary, no, don't. 
She's the worst of the bunch. You see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Unbelievable. It's just... So I asked my friends, do you like this? You're a lefty. You don't like me anymore because I'm a Trump guy, right? And I'm a, I'm, I'm a right-winger and I'm this and that. So tell me, you happy? You happy now? You happy? You like the gas? Don't give me this Putin business. Don't give me Putin. You always got an excuse. It's Putin, climate change. They blamed COVID on, on, uh, on Trump. Well, maybe China. Don't mention China. It's you. Don't you want to hear about China? No. But it came from China. Don't call it that, you racist, xenophobic, you dick. All of that happened seven years ago. Yes. Now, let's talk about something which is even more critical. My friends, the response from you, we're talking to preparewithlionel.com, my Patriot Supplies, these guys. Lindell's got everything covered regarding everything to deal with sleep. These people are geniuses. My Patriot Supply, America's largest preparedness company, with millions of satisfied customers. Remember, prepare with Lionel. P-R-E. P-A-R-E. That's how you spell it. Sometimes people... Lionel, or Lionel, as people go. L-I-O-N-E-L. Preparewithlionel.com. Food prices. But it, it, it's... This, this, is, this is one of those things where... It's like selling, this is terrible, but it'd be like selling a fire extinguisher in a fire. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, but don't you want to hear? I'll take it. That's where we are right now. Experts, go, Google, don't take my word for it. I'll take my word for it. Food crises, worse than any year since World War II. Look at it. Grain. Look at what, just, I mean, it is, I can't believe we're... What is happening here? It's not just here, but all over the world. My Patriot Supply, but prepare with Lionel. You can get food that you can buy for emergencies that last up to 25 years. Food that will be there when you need it. Open the garage. There it is. We're okay. There it is. Now let me warn you. Let me warn you. Like most people. You said, ooh, let me try some of this. No, wait. That's for the emergency. But if you're hunting or whatever, you just you. Another example of the genius: every conceivable type of food stuff. They've got everything: breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks. In the event of, please, a food crisis, that's going to happen because it's happening now. And you don't want to be in that position. And if you go to prepare with Lionel right now, you can save hundred and fifty dollars on a three month food kit. That's three months. You can go as long as you want. Three months. 25 years. And every now and then somebody will say, well, you know, I can grow a garden. Grow a garden? What are you talking about? Well, I've got a dehydrator. Good. Got cans of beans. Three months worth of beans and... F- f- what do you... Do? And when there's... Listen, I don't want to talk about... This. Did you hear about... What was it? Where, where was this? The cattle are keeling over? Because, well, it's climate change, of course. 
What is, what, locusts and plagues next? This is biblical. This is eschatological. What is this, the end of times? Preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. Do this. Whatever whatever your concerns are, whatever you think will be great to stop that for a second. This is called eating, sustenance, food, emergency food. <laughs> it doesn't it speaks for itself. So go to preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. Get your family's emergency food now. While there's time. While there's year, trust me, just just prepare with Lionel.com. I'll tell you, every day it's what is where. So all of these people. Now let me stop for a second. Stop. New subject. I want to explain to you Julian Assange. Let me start off with this. I do not like Julian Assange. I don't like him. I think he's a stuck-up, weird guy. If the truth be told, he's creepy. He's weird. Snowden's kind of got that. But I respect what they've done. And I respect the role. Now, let me explain something. Snowden, uh, Chelsea Manning, they stole that stuff. They did it. He worked for what, Booz Allen or whoever he worked for? Remember this, Snowden? He went, they hired him, and in his capacity, as somebody who had access to it, it was like embezzlement. You know the difference between embezzlement and theft, right? They're both technically the same, but embezzlement is when you, you had access to it. You had the, um... What am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? You you had custody of it. Theft, if I take something through larceny, I never had any license to hold it, possess it, have it. This is yours. But in a bank, well, I could have held it. And I did have limited license. I did have limited access, but not to keep it, not to convert it. But I, I did have some. It's like, for example, if I steal a coat, I'm going to my coat check girl. It's called a bailment. You know, I, I had limited access to your clothing, but to give it back, not to own it. Well, it's still theft. But what these guys did was they took it. Now, you may call them a whistleblower or whatever. What Assange did was WikiLeaks, they came to him. They came to him, and we have ideas of who it was and all that stuff, and we can argue all day long about that. But the point is, he is a journalist, and he can be creepy, and he can be whatever it is, but WikiLeaks is journalism, period. Don't forget what Roger Ailes said. He said, don't you think we journalists should be licensed? He says, you only need a license to cut hair. Which makes sense. Makes complete sense. Okay. There was a Supreme Court case. I think it was 2000. Maybe 2000. It's called Bart Nicky against Vopper. Bart Nicky. B-A-R-T-N-I-C-K-I, I believe. Supreme Court case. This was a radio station, some media outlet. Somebody came to them and said, Listen, I've got some audio for you. And they took they these people who brought it to the radio, 
actually violated the laws. They stole it. They themselves could have been looking at criminal charges for eavesdropping, improper surveillance, whatever it is. Okay. But the radio station or the media outlet, they never stole it. They had it handed to them. It was newsworthy. And since they weren't involved in the initial theft of it, they could use it. Absolutely, under the First Amendment. Because they're journalists. They're, that's, what, that's exactly what Assange did. He, now, they're going to say that he might have been coaching either Chelsea Manning or somebody else to... I think it was Chelsea, but someone that they were, he was that they were saying, "Hey, how do I get into this? Just keep trying, keep trying." Mm, you know, was that the same as actively participating? I don't know. But I will tell you, and I will say this: that if he comes, if he's, it seems like he's going to be extradited here. That's what they say today. That the first thing that should be done is a motion to dismiss any and all charges, any and all claims, citing Bartnicki and its progeny of cases, and to have him immediately released. Immediately. Because this is classic. Let me ask you something. What do you think the Pentagon Papers were? What do you think Ellsberg was doing? When he worked for the Rand Corporation, he worked. He was like Snowden. He went there and he's copying all this stuff. That was clearly in violation of his agreement. Clearly. He was copying all this stuff, copying this. Co- he was doing this. Absolutely. It took him forever. What do you think that is? What, what do you think that is? Pentagon Papers, this, this thing that we love. Every time somebody goes to a journalist and says, listen, I'm a whistleblower. I guarantee you they stole something. I guarantee you they violated some terms of either their employment agreement or something. We have forgotten what journalism is. Why? Because we've got this crap we're looking at all the time and nobody, it's, it, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's one person repeating this nonsense. It, it's, we, we, we have completely forgotten this. So that remains exactly the fact and like I said, I don't know whether it matters whether I like Julian Assange, but I don't particularly care for him. I think he's a weird, creepy guy. And I'm saying this not because I like him. I'm saying this because what it is, is it's true. It's one of those things where he is a journalist. He is an absolute journalist. Now, I'm going to say something gratuitous, which makes no sense. Matthew McConaughey is milking this teat dry. Matthew McConaughey. All of a sudden, is he's hiring a PR person? I'm going to be. I'm going to be the voice. He's looking at maybe uh, some kind of a political career. But Matthew McConaughey is actually saying, "Listen to me." He's saying, "I am against uh, gun violence and violence and the senseless slaughter of children." Thank you, Matthew. I had no idea. Thank you for formulating that. Thank you for crystallizing the obvious. Okay. Another one. Don't you love these stories? You know what a work is? Let me tell you what a work is. Speaking of professional wrestling, see where that Vince McMahon lost his... Uh, 
They gave him the boot. You believe that? Vince McMahon, no. Okay, you're not the CEO. Okay, fine. I'll go over here. Fine. Because of some kind of dalliance or whatever it was. Um, in rest, Life is wrestling. Wrestling is a work. Um, and the work is a contrived, phony baloney thing that could be, but you're not sure... And it's very kayfabe. Our good Billy, our friend Billy Pierce knows all about this. L- wrestling is life. Life is wrestling. Professional wrestling. NWA in particular. Um, I loved it. Uh, 60s and 70s. Not this crap now. but It's a work. So here's the story. Here's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is walking on 57, what, in front of Nobu? Where is he? He's walking around there and all of a sudden some people happen to come up and start giving, what, Rita Wilson a hard time or something? Somebody shoved Rita Wilson. Okay, fine. He has no... So here comes Tom Hanks to the rescue and stands up for his wife. Don't you do that? Okay, fine. Now, this is a, this was after Tom Hanks was shown as having some type of either palsy or tremor. Yeah, shaking. They're saying, is he okay? He looks gaunt. Guy loses weight and he looks gaunt. So right after that, there's this story. And lo and behold, the pap the paparazzi, the paparazzo, maybe, singular, he takes his picture, and lo and behold, they got it right there. Isn't that something? Just happened to be there with a camera. Happened to be there with a camera. Happened to be. If that ain't a work, I don't know what is. Contrived. And they're not even, nobody, nobody, right, exactly, they're boring, nobody cares, nothing. Uh... Here's one for you, Daily Mail. Dozens of teenage girl sex slaves rescued from a Nigerian baby factory. Where are the babies going? Who? Every day, 2,300 kids are missing here. For some reason or another, I do not understand this. I do not understand this. We don't care. But if there was something about puppy mills, they'd go crazy. Oh, yeah. Baby factories, puppy mills, oh. Now, I'm not saying nothing wrong with puppies, but I've got a friend of mine who doesn't know the first thing about um, Ukraine or Russia. But if you mention, what about the dogs? What about the dogs? Sometimes our, our connection to animals is stupid. Now, let me see. People are going to have a hard time with this, but I'm going to try my best. These are seemingly inconsistent um, ideas, but they're not. And they work something like this. Animals, I think, and dogs, I think sometimes are better than people. But they're not human. They're still better than people. And what they do to a baby, a human baby, is worse than what they do to a dog. You might say, no, they're not. I'm saying yes. Maybe I'm a speciesist. If you're driving down the street and your car is out of control and there's a baby in the street or there's a dog in the street and you get the chance to hit one, you're going to have to hit one. For some reason, under this hypothetical, you can only hit one or the other. I would say, sorry, pooch, you're a goner. Love animals, love dogs, think they're terrific, but they're not humans. Sorry. 
sorry, there is a hierarchy. They're not to be abused, but in the scheme of things, if you were to put them next, no. no. And you can even go human, dog, insect. Human, dog. Now, if you've got to go from a chimp, simian, ape, dog, then who knows? It's up to you. But these people go berserk. But kids in this country? Nobody cares. Which brings me to my next question. Let me ask you this question. Let's assume, I love this story, you're on your deathbed, God comes to you and says, okay, you can ask one question, I'll answer it. One question. What'll it be? Now, here's what I would do. Let me ask you, what would be the question? Now, while you're answering that, I ask the question. First, God, why are you coming to me now? Number two, if I'm going to be dead and you exist, why can't I ask you then? Why limit it to just one? I don't understand this. I've lived my life. I'm about to die. And you're asking me what question I want to know before. All right. God would have. I, I, I would annoy God, I'm sure. But I don't know so many questions. All right, God. I want to know who the rifleman was. Rifleman or men. That's not a multiple question in JFK. Because it wasn't. And I would go on and on so many questions. I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? The God says, you're absolutely correct. Can I tell anybody I talk to you? No. God, please. They call me crazy. Well, maybe you are crazy, but not because of this. But there were more than one shooter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, what, what Was it Oswald? No. I knew it. Of course you knew it. And I'm just, okay. But one of my questions, one of my one of my questions would be here's my situation. Who is it? And where are they? Who are seeking to destroy all that is uh, normal regarding development of children? Who is it who said, okay, now listen. We're going to, as part of the woke agenda, we want you to advocate and to mandate and to promote children being taught or being exposed to drag, uh, 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 you know, drag queens, these old expressions, but you know what I'm talking about. Who is it? Because this is new. This is brand new. Well, we had stuff before. Before you had, yes, you had talked about puberty blocking drugs. And yes, you had that. Yes, yes, yes. But who is it? What is the goal? Why all of a sudden is the newest cottage industry? Drag queen command performances. Is there a a place where, like a, uh, is there a... um, Program, not program, 
like a talent agency? Because go, hello, B and D talent. Yes. Okay, listen. Jerry, yeah, can you be at the Middleton Public School PS one forty two? Yeah, right. Okay, Tuesday, mark this in, yeah. All of a sudden they're the hottest tickets in town. In the old days, drag shows have to go to a club or something. Now they're going to schools. Is somebody making a fortune? Hello, hang on. Remember the phone calls? Yes, ABC. Yes, I've been. Hold, please. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, what? Okay, we got two. Double building, two days. Can you go across town Tuesday? PS 142. Right. And the Jimmy Hoffa Memorial question mark high school. Remember that SNL joke? I loved it. Yeah. Who is that? God, who is that? Who's doing that? Soros. Or you don't know the person's name. Who is it? Why are they doing this? That's two questions. Work with me. Why? Why now? Why is this so important now? I understand LGBT. I understand political. I understand it. I understand that's a that's been a movement for a long time. And much of it I recommend and I, I applaud, I should say. Uh, but 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 tell me where is this where is this movement? Where is this? Who is promoting this in schools? Why is this important? Why? What is this accomplishing? When little Ambrose comes home and says, Mom, yeah, well, I saw my first drag queen today. Yeah, what would you think? Interesting. Interesting. Do you want to be that when you grow up, Ambrose? No. Maybe someone does say, yes. As a matter of fact, I like performance art. What is the purpose of this? What are we learning from this? What are we getting from this? I don't. I mean, it's it, it. It's not LGBTQ. It's not. It's not. You know, policy. It's a subdirectory performance level. What is this? What is the purpose behind this? I don't get it. All of a sudden, and then before that, it was uh, uh, transphobia, puberty blockers. Um, because where we see this going next, and we always have, is the following scenario. There's a kid in a public school. The kid theoretically, supposedly, allegedly makes the statement, I want to be a girl, or I don't like being a boy, or whatever it is. And did you talk to your mom about that? Yes, I did. Okay. And what did your mom say? They... Told me to whatever. Then you call CPS. There's an emergency hearing, kind of like foster care. You go before a judge, and uh, and and th- this this is what was discussed a while back as as being either on its way or in the offing or whatever. I kind of I don't say I see that, but I. I understand the purpose. But these pageants, I don't understand that. I don't. Who is responsible? And nobody's asking. So I go back to my questions. My friends who have jettisoned me, who don't care for me because of my right-wing politics, I'm saying, are you for, do you, for, you, are, do you like that? You have a, a grandchild, right? Do you want that? 
Tell me how you want them. Now, I'm not even necessarily sure. I'm not necessarily sure being exposed to many things is not bad. I'll even go a step further. I'll give you that one. Recruitment's another story. I don't know where this is. Out of out of the limited time to teach people how to read, reading. Reading is not... I can't tell you something. The other day, we were at an event, and I saw... I think she was in high school. And... I forget the context. Her mother said to her something about reading something. And she said with a straight face. This was not an exaggeration. She said, I don't read. So not only do people, can they not read? Not only are we in um, uh, uh, creating and promoting this, this already illiterate behavior to begin with, but we need to teach people how to read and why reading is fun and reading is fundamental and all that. I don't understand. It, it's something that that is beyond me. Okay, next. Right now, as we speak, I mentioned this before, the left, or whatever these people are called, the left or Biden, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's over. Don't expect your friends to, to accept stuff. There are people, remember, all they care about is they think about you and Trump and somehow Biden is the antithesis or the opposite or the uh, antipode, so to speak, or the antipodal zisogy of Trump. This is what they've been taught. So whatever this is, it's not Trump. And it comes down to simply this. The right, the the right all of the people who collectively represent the right media. You know, Fox News and the Breitbart's and the... Um, go, just go down the list. Whoever, whoever is your favorite, they every day present a litany of everything that's wrong with the world that you already know. You already know this. You're already aware of this. They just want to tell you new things. I don't know about you, but I think $9 a gallon is too much. What about you? Let's go to our five. What do you think, Dave? I, I think that's ridiculous. I don't know if people are going <laughs> to... $9. Thank you. I never knew that. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you for reminding me that $9 gasoline is too high. I would not have been able to figure that out without you. Thank you. Thank you. Now... While we're on the subject, how is the Republicans doing? Huh? The Republican Party, the GOP, what are they doing? What are they doing? Well, uh, Jim Jordan was on Fox. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm not saying what shows was he on or were you on. What is the Republican GOP conservative parties collectively doing? Uh, anybody see anything about... Um, uh, New voter uh, sign-ups? No. Any, uh, do you see any of this concerted effort? Do you see teams? Are there lawyers anywhere who, who are going to defend, who are saying, this, we're letting you know right now, by TV ad, this November we're going to have teams of lawyers at every poll. If you see something, text 
this. Call 800-BOOM-PREFERE-THE-VOTE, PRESERVE-THE-VOTE, PROTECT-THE-VOTE. If you see this, call us here. If you see here, call us here. This is to let them know we're going to be there. Months after months after months of this reminder, we're watching. Call us right now. Poll workers, poll police, we're going to be making sure everything is okay. Make sure. we're Scare them. Do something. Have somebody say, hey, the Republicans are doing something. They're not doing anything. They caved in when it came to Putin and, and Ukraine. They do nothing. And all they do is they talk about, so far we still have the borders, the borders. Well, I went down to the border. Did you? I sure did. Well, I went there. Uh-huh. And what happened? Well, I don't know. Well, are the borders still open? Well, I think they're still open. Are, are we still having people come here? Yes. Where are they going? Well, I don't know. And do we still have these mysterious jets that fly into Teterboro or Westchester airports or Land O'Lakes and or t- dropping people off? Well, who should I ask? Anybody? Can you tell me anybody? Is there a party that's involved in this? And what are you doing? And where are these? How many people have been here? Uh, half a million people. And where are they now? I don't know. Because if and I, and if you say, well, this is the replacement theory. They are so good. They swoop in. And they call you a racist, like they did Tucker, because he mentioned the replacement theory. And what are the what are the right men? Nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. John, John, John Kennedy. Excuse me, comrade. Oh, I love John Kennedy. What does John Kennedy do? Makes me laugh. Yeah, uh, uh, Trey Gowdy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Tune in. No, Trey, you're not in. A, you for some reason you left. The, I don't know why, but you're 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 on TV or something or radio. I don't know what you're doing. You don't count. You don't count. What are you doing? What are you doing? Who is the chairman of the arts? What are they planning? And don't give me that CPAC business. You see, people think, oh, you're a right winger. I admire the Democrats, the lefties, Soros, Gascon, Alvin Bragg bought off all these left anarchic uh, prosecutors. Brilliant! What does the right do? We have the Heritage Foundation. Okay. We'll send you something. Always asking me for money. But what are you doing? Well, uh, send us $5 and we'll tell you. The left, they've got one thing right after another. You got the J6 hearing. You got people moving in. You got the LGBTQ movement. You got BLM. You got Lantifa. Did you hear about this Catholic, was it a Catholic um, uh, church or diocese? They said no BLM and no gay pride um, messaging because it's contrary to our belief. Yeah, flags. Is, no. And of course, they are, they're going to push a button and you will see this. They will go after these people like you can't believe. And what does the right wing do? Hey, I'm going to be on Fox again. And Fox and Friends, and I'm going to be on The Five and Harris Factor. That's great. That's great. That, But that's TV. See, that doesn't count. So, 
Republicans, wasting my time. The Democrats, <laughs> or whoever these people are, they are good. All right. That's one hour of my life I give you again. So remember, my friends, you know you want to support this, support our effort? You go to preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com. And then for our good Mike Lindell, you go to MyPillow, go to MyPillow.com slash Lionel, Solidus or Virgil, and get a free gift. Not a gift you got to pay for, but a free gift. Or call 800-645-4965. All of that's there. 800-645-4965. Also, it's coming July 16th at the Cutting Room. The first time interactive. How many times? It's not stand-ups, none of that stuff. It's interactive. Normally, we do bluegrass, we play music. That's fine. You know who the musical, you know who the entertainment is? You. It's interactive. We work together. Totally immersive. That's what we're doing there. So right now, you just go go to the description section below. It's very, very simple. July 16th, I'm going to be there. People come from all over the world, all over the country. And I meet every single one of you. Also, one more thing. Mrs. L's got a brand new video. Go to Lynn's Warriors at YouTube. Lynn's Warriors at YouTube. Get on board. She She's going to be on OAN tomorrow. God bless them. She's at least they're they're about children, about protecting them. So 10 a.m. Eastern time. So my friends, we are working tirelessly to get the message out. And let me thank you for your indefatigable spirit, for your way. Let's always end with where you're from. I love doing the roll call. I love doing that. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Breathe the mountain air, man. I travel. Hank Snow did that, actually. So where is everybody from? Where is everybody from? Let me thank you. Thank you, thank you. I love when people say, the cutting room will not be televised. No. Do you ever know of anybody who says, I'm televising this thing that I want you to go to? No. They don't, that defeats the part. Why are you doing that? Hello, cutting room. Yeah, listen, we're going to be televising. You're what? Yeah, we're televising it. So people don't have to come. What? <laughs> Eric Clapton's going to be at the garden coming up. They're not televising that. I'm not on the same par as Eric Clapton, but. Anyway, Christo Stavri, look at you know me, love him. From Whitestone, Verona, New Jersey, Villa Park, Sewell, New Jersey, Boca Raton, Ratmouth, Issaquah, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, San Antonio, Texas, Lost Wages, Portland, Maine, Lynn from Texas, everybody, Amish County, PA. You know, I've never been to Amish County, or I've never been to, never been to the Amish. Remember that joke? What's this? Bang. Bang. It's an Amish drive-by shooting. Sweden, Sydney, Australia, bloody freezing. See how they say that? Shane Blackwood. I was watching something last night about kangaroo harvesting in Australia and a great piece on the aboriginals and, oh my God, fascinating. Key West, Union, New Jersey, we have lots of fancy... You know, by the way, um, I 
if it wasn't for the travel, I'd love to go to Australia. But I don't know if I can do like 79 hours in a plane. I just I don't know if I can do that. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, a, I'm not a big traveler. Don't like traveling. Anyway, thank you so much, Laura, Vinny San Martino. Look at this, Union, New Jersey. Union, God's country. Uh, thank you. Thank you for everything you are and everything you appear to be. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Same bad time, same bat channel, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember this valedictory, this this uh, denouement, so to speak, as I say to you, ta-ta.